This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 22nd, 2019. Strong hand, be a unique beast, value your wealth in Bitcoin. Having hype, unconfiscatable, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Offended by selling, in motion, five-digit realm, your home for Bitcoiner insider information, conviction. Yeah, you know, a new show here every day. Hello, my elite friends. Technical difficulties, they don't stop me. Tomorrow, this week in Bitcoin, in about 24 hours, I'd say, uh, Alex from Down Under, Anders from California. Uh, it's going to be a good time tomorrow. Tune in on this very channel. We do it this week in Bitcoin every Friday, a new show here every single day. Pound that freaking like button. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Yo, you guys are elite. You're getting that insider information. You know where it says at best guest in the space, baby. All right, so Winston, Winston has the comment of the day. He left this in the comment section of a recent video. He said, and this is, very, thank you very much for these nice comments. And it brings me back to a time of weak hands back in August. And August to November, or August to December of 2017, there were some weak hands, but Winston wasn't one of them. Bitcoin Meister. I remember when I first entered crypto, it was around the drama on the flippening of Bcash and how it will overtake Bitcoin. And I wonder how can this guy, meaning me, still be so positive? It's called the strong hand dude on Bitcoin. Because I know Bitcoin's the next Bitcoin dude, but you're going to have to learn that the hard. You're going to have to learn that. Bitcoin, when everyone has been saying how Bcash will overtake Bitcoin and how Bitcoin will fail, I almost swapped all my Bitcoin to Bcash when Bitcoin was around $5,700 and Bcash was $2,400. And it was you that made me hold my Bitcoin. I couldn't imagine what would happen if your channel didn't exist. Then I would be holding a bag of Bcash right now. Dude, that is a great story. I'm glad I got your hands strong. And it makes me flash back to that period of time when there were so many people that thought Bcash was going to be the next Bitcoin. They believed all the, uh, all, they were FOMOing on altcoins. There was a dude, a Japanese dude I ran into the Tel Aviv Bitcoin embassy in October of 2017. He's like, I'm buying as much Bcash as possible. How anyone in their right mind could give up their precious Bitcoin for Bcash, which they got for free. You never buy something that you get for free. Pound that like button. And had people been, had that Japanese guy watch my uh, channel, he would have known that. He wouldn't have bought a Bcash. But who knows what happened to him? And I do wonder. I wonder what happened to all those people. Because remember, the price of Bcash went up to 40% of a Bitcoin. So that means someone was buying it. There were people buying it. And man, that was... That's one of the biggest mistakes in the history of cryptocurrency right about there, thinking that Bcash was the next Bitcoin. And again, it was the flavor of the month. It was a flavor of a few months. But uh, now we look back and dude, Winston, that just brings me back to the day. And it reminds me of the importance of long-term thinking and savings versus spending. Okay. There are people out there that are mesmerized by stuff by spending. Spending is just so awesome to them. Uh, they're in a trance. They must get more stuff. And that attitude is what contributed to Bcash's pump. 
The Bcash mindset was impulsive, was not long-term thinking. It's like, we need a solution now. We need to be able to buy stuff with cryptocurrency right now. We need to spend, spend, spend right now. We need stuff right now. We can't just wait for SegWit. We can't just wait until people are actually buying things with cryptocurrency. No, we need it now. I mean, and you look back on it, it's very, it's very immature way of thinking. We need it now. We need stuff. We need to spend. Savings over spending, people. The spending over savings, people, the people mesmerized by stuff, they created that pump. Okay, they created that pump that freaked people out to buy into that pump, to buy into that Bcash pump when you should have been selling your, your Bcash, your free Bcash. Again, Bitcoin, the best savings account ever devised by man. That is the bottom line. And that is what I understood back then. And that is why I was, <laughs> oh my God, never tempted to buy Bcash. You don't buy something that you get for free. He's absolutely ridiculous. Pound that like button. But dude, Winston, thank you for that comment. It does bring me back. And to this very day, there's still people that are like, oh, we got to find a solution to the spending problem. We got to be able to spend. No, dude, it's a savings account. Save, save before you spend. Or I mean, be an 80 percenter. Hey, hey, guys, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. If you want to spend yourself in the oblivion, be my guest. I've been sticking with Bitcoin this entire time. And whoo, as Ric Flair would say, it's been great. It's been a blast. Nick Carter talks about another form of FUD that is out there. We're going to talk about some forms of FUD. That was the spending over savings FUDers that are like, oh, what's savings? Savings is, you guys are just freeloading. You're, you're hoarding. You're, you're terrible people. You wealthy people, you're so terrible with your savings and you're not being impulsive. <laughs> but Nick Carter's got another one here. He says, it's actually physically impossible to, to utter the sentence, Bitcoin is quantum insecure without following it with, which is why we built our quantum secure blockchain token sale in a month. Okay, Nick brings up a hilarious point. Most of the people that hit you with the quantum fod, they're like, well, Bitcoin isn't quantum ready. Then they'll talk about, well, my altcoin is quantum ready. Or my ICO is quantum ready. If they still have those, I my token is quantum ready. That, that's mostly where this quantum FUD comes from. It's people who are just using it as a gimmick to promote their altcoin. Just like Big Blocks was a gimmick to promote well, a couple altcoins out there. Bcash and uh, BSV. It's a gimmick. Big blocks. Let's have tremendous blocks. For what? Who knows? We need big blocks. We need to spend. We need to uh, be able to run programs uh, or store stuff on the blockchain. This uh, unlimited size. Okay, great. Great gimmick. You do that. Do your unlimited size. I keep it simple. Savings account. Long-term thinking. Uh, truth machine. Okay. Security truth machine. That's what Bitcoin is. Pound it. Follow me on Steemit, by the way, at Bitcoin Meister. Yeah, I still post there. I get the Steam for free. I turn it into Bitcoin, baby. Why would you ever buy Steam when you get it for free? Again, that's the same as Bcash. Except you know, Steam, you can, Bcash, you can't earn anymore. Uh, you, when you were a holder of Bitcoin, you got it as a crypto dividend. Of course, we're going to get other crypto dividends. That's, that's some of the insider information you get on this channel. Holding Bitcoin, you get interest on your Bitcoin through the crypto dividend process, through these airdrops, through 
through these forks like uh, Bcash. All right, but uh, just reminding for those on still on Steemit, uh, maybe one day there will be a, a, a social media platform that'll be really good <laughs> for people trying to earn Bitcoin either directly or indirectly through some altcoin that you could turn into Bitcoin. It was fun on Steemit for a while. Ooh. Uh, okay, so. I want to talk, so we're talking about so talking about social media. Let, let's talk about MySpace, the MySpace FUD that's out there. It, it's totally nonsense. Uh, the people that say you know Bitcoin is MySpace and my my altcoin is going to be Facebook. All right, let, let's let's put a, let's put some stuff into perspective here. Okay, okay. Look back on MySpace. How long did it reign supreme? How long did Friendster reign supreme? They were fads. They were the flavors of the month, okay? Now, sometimes your fads can come before the real thing comes along, okay? How long has Facebook been king? How long has Facebook been king of that type of social media platform, what Friendster and what MySpace were? Facebook has been king for, what, a decade now, right? At least a decade. I get more than a decade. I don't even know how long now. It's been over a decade. 13 years? 12 years? I have no idea. Okay, a long time. How long has Bitcoin been king? 10 years, 10 years. That's very comparable to Facebook. So what's the fad here? What's the flavor, that, the altcoin that you say is gonna be the Facebook to Bitcoin being MySpace? No, you've got it reversed, dude. You're just the flavor of the month. How many of these flavor of the months have we seen come along in cryptocurrency? Well, there's, there's been a lot of months over 10 years, right? <laughs> 120 months over 10 years. Yeah, there haven't been that many flavor of the months, but uh, again, Bcash, IOTA, all, all, all sorts of them out there. What, what EOS, we've seen them come and go. That they're, they're gonna be the Facebook to the Bitcoin being the old fashioned, being the, the, the fad MySpace. Being, no dudes, Bitcoin is the Facebook, okay? Bitcoin is the dominant one. It's been around for a decade, just as Facebook has been around for a decade, dominating the, dominating the space. Is anyone taking over Facebook? Is anyone replacing Facebook? No. Is anyone replacing Bitcoin? No. What was a flavor, what was a flavor of the month and a fad? MySpace was a fad. What was a fad? EO, oh, IOTA was a fad, definitely a fad. <laughs> okay, so for those of you that, that, that worry, that get tricked into arguing about uh, MySpace FUD, there you go, there's your answer. Fads can be before and after and during the real thing. The real thing, look, the real thing involves time dominance, okay? Facebook is the real thing. It has been dominant for an extended period of time. Bitcoin, every day that goes by, it extends the time period that it has been dominant. No one's taken down Facebook. No one has taken down Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the Facebook uh, comparison. Uh, MySpace is IOTA. All right. Uh, what else do we hear? So yeah, and don't, so that's a reminder. Don't FOMO on altcoins. They are the fads. They are the friendster in the MySpace. People of Ghana, I'm talking to you. Come on. Uh, yeah, there is a financial crisis going on in Ghana right now. Um, and I want to tell the people of Ghana, this is, you don't have to have savings accounts, okay? You can skip this whole process of the evolution 
of finance. You'd think you have to go through a savings and loan crisis just like we went through a savings and loan crisis in the West. No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to deal with this type of stuff. Let's stop. Let me read you the Bloomberg here, okay? A $1.6 billion horror, horror as Ghana investors can't get their savings. So, okay, a lot of savings and loans and other financial organizations that Ghana people, were, Ghana citizens were investing in for savings and for returns stopped. They turned off. Now, supposedly they're going to get bailed out and the people are going to get their savings, but they can't get their money now. They can't get their money. They don't, they should have gotten in the Bitcoin. They don't need to have savings and loans in Ghana. You don't need that stuff. Just get in the Bitcoin. Just like you didn't need landlines. You went straight to cell phones in many African nations. Don't mess around with this ancient technology, savings accounts and whatnot, and uh, savings mechanisms that pay you 25% supposedly, geniuses that are gonna turn your, your savings into uh, returns. No, manage your own money, move along, skip that stage in financial evolution, jump straight into Bitcoin. So here's the quote the central bank announced last week. It had revoked the licenses of savings and loans companies as well as finance houses and appointed a receiver to manage their affairs. The steps mark the end of an industry cleanse of lender and second level financial institutions that started in August of 2017 and cost the government at least $2.2 billion, $2 billion uh, in bonds and cash to cover depositors. Okay. Dudes, so yeah, they, they had a bailout, I guess. But the point is the people still can't get their money. That, that's what the first article was about. That they, they, they're promised their savings through this bailout, but they can't get it. Dudes, just don't even play in this financial realm. It's ancient. Get in the Bitcoin. That's your savings account. It's the best savings account known to man. You don't need to get into savings and loans or whatever this nonsense was. People of Ghana learn about Bitcoin. Anyone can get in Bitcoin. It does not discriminate. And, uh, and skip that, that part of the financial evolution. Get into the, the, the tip of the spear, where, where evolution is right now. And that is uh, Bitcoin. That is the present and the future. Okay, finally, Bitcoin Magazine, Aaron Von Weirdum, the great one. He, uh, he has an article about uh, it? how Blockstream, Miniscript, how Blockstream engineers are making Bitcoin programming easier. Okay, this is for you tech heads out there. There was a script language that was harder to use. Now they made Miniscript, which is easier to use. Uh, dudes, if you're into this, read the article. Uh, I'm glad it's progressing. I'm glad it's being made easier by the dudes over at Blockstream. And I'm glad Aaron is writing about it in a way that many people can understand. It's not a bunch of techno mumbo jumbo. All right, that is it, everybody. Pound that like button. Tune in tomorrow in about 24 hours, less than 24 hours, this week in Bitcoin. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Pound that like button and bang that bell button. Click on those squares. Uh, see you soon.